I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's like I come to the party in a b-boy stance. I rock on the mic and make the girls want to dance. It's like I come to the party in a b-boy stance. I rock on the mic and make the girls want to dance. Me without a lyric. It's like a nigga without a beefer. I'll blow that shit out because I'm the joint like reefer. Alright, hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. Yeah, you sound like you got some fucked up lyrics because you like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me, let me, let me yeah. proofread this they, <laughs> as I'm reading. How do they spell girls wrong twice? Like, oh, this shit. is what happens when white people run lyric sites. Like, yes, they The context all wrong. is all fucked up. Anyway, man, we're in the house. <laughs> Saturday morning, feedback show. Very special game winning last second three point edition of the show again. Uh, that's right. You get two of those this week, uh, cause mm-hmm. I hit another game in a winning walk off jumper today, uh, <laughs> for three go. pointers. So, you know how we do. Um, you back up off me, man. They told her, they said, don't back off of him. He can hit any shot in the clutch. And you know what? He was right. You don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's a feedback show Saturday morning. Um, busy Saturday for both of us. So let's get right into the show. Yep. Yep. Blackoutips.com. Leave feedback. Please do. Donate. Subscribe to the premium content. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting you, up there. Because you get lots of it today. After the, yeah, y'all can get ding, 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 because we get ready to give it to you. Yeah. Man, it's getting up there, man. Getting close to 100. Uh, getting close to the tattoo territory. We're about at like 70 right now. So, Woo-hoo! um, like over two-thirds of the way there. You got to like the 16th of next month to get me to 100. Because well, uh, I would love nothing more than to, to be at like 93 no tattoo mm-hmm. and have plenty of time to build up so you know hey it's all up to you rattle your own troops um that ain't happening speaking of donations these are my favorite people because they're not even gonna put no ink on my arm they just want to love the show yes they do and and not see me in pain so thank you guys <laughs> now but seriously um donators maurice november uh, the man who shot Tubbs girlfriend in episode seven of Miami Vice. Oh Lord. Yeah. It was crazy. It was a crazy time. Uh, Stephen B. Yes. Stephen B. Return donator. Thank yes, you very much. Thank you, sweetie. Paul Andre Joseph, uh, maker of fine malt liquors. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're all at your fine retail stores. You know, they just sent me an update. You can now get 18 ounces. You can now get 18 ounces. 18 ounces of Paul Andre Joseph. If you wouldn't, my good man. Yes. Please, uh, top shelf, oh, top shelf only for me. Yes. Uh, Deanna S. Everybody knows Deanna, um, uh, from the chat room. Um, uh, but, oh, wait, never mind. I'll just get in here. That was actually a premium membership. That's my fuck up. Uh, but Deanna, thank you for, you know, being one of the people. Uh, Monica C. Uh, she donated, man. Um, somehow you see her in the, uh, chat room. It's Mistress Monica. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So everybody should, you know, be up on that. Um, and, now Yahoo wants to fuck up my emails. Uh-oh. So we're just going to refresh this. Um, they don't want me to be great. They don't want you guys to get y'all props. I know, right? Um, for donating to the show. And I think that's messed up. Let me see what I can do. Uh, Hanif C. Thank you very much for a recurring donation, Hanif. I really hope I'm saying your name right. Email me. Let me know if I'm fucking that up. Jennifer H., recurring donator. Thank you, sweetie. Um, now we got a special one for this one because it came in as one name, but then... Uh, we were sent a, 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 a message on Facebook. So let me read that. Uh, it's from Faith and it says, Hey, 10 star Rod and 5 star Karen. This message has been a long time coming. I just donated for the first time using the button, but because I was at work and people are always passing by my desk, I did not have time to write a message. 
I wanted to identify myself and make sure I was included on this week's feedback show as the official African from Malden, Massachusetts. I'll be Ooh. a I'll be a reoccurring donor to make sure I keep the title. Rod and Karen, you make my day. And when I'm at work or just chilling in the car, or I recently started. Um, when I'm at work or chilling in the car, I recently started listening to previous shows while at work. And sometimes I laugh so hard that I'm almost in tears that I have to stop listening. Anywho, my girlfriend and I will be listening live for this shout out. Peace, faith. Thank you. So thank you. And I didn't mess that up. I didn't read the government on the show, man. I'm proud of myself. I am too. So glad I read that message. (laughs) I was like, let me read this message. Oh, no, this relates to something I don't know about um andre b says love y'all love the show keep it up with his donation thank you thank you for the message andre we you will know, you know what yeah let's keep it up karen yes you know i was on the fence <laughs> but uh, i've been thinking about it i say we keep the party going yeah, me too uh janie she donated recurrent donated that donator thank you janie uh thank you very much janie um uh yahoo was trying to fight me to keep me from reading all the rest of y'all's donations <laughs> i don't know when this uh... started uh let me refresh again all right so oh. yahoo don't want to let me be great hey, no. um you know even though i'm trying to I'm trying to help everybody out that says uh fuck that can i just switch back to old school yahoo this new school shit is crashing on me what is going on here? oh snap they there having server issues huh okay okay um uh, we, all right i said we try uh, this has never happened before let me um let me uh see what else i can do um okay there you go wait that's maurice november again that we Uh already did him did it start over uh what the fuck man we got one left marvin b oh thank god yes marvin b thank you for recurring yes thank you marvin b we got (sighs) so we were trying to get you man yahoo was like nope mm -mm, nope nope mm -mm, mm -mm." it was hating i'm like nobody get a shout out today (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah so uh thank you all the guys that recurred donations uh we appreciate it itunes reviews like i said i don't have time to fuck around busy schedule uh we only read the five star reviews on itunes so That's we got son. two new five star reviews today thank you y'all uh we got one from sooner trey it says dim thrones dim thrones dim thrones five stars i know this is late but episode 470 barely escaped is the funniest Dim Thrones review I've heard to date. I've listened to it five times. Five times. Wow. And I keep laughing. You need to create a tippy category for the Dim Thrones reviews. Rod would win just based on the Passion of Theon comments. Plus, what you said about Tywin Lannister not liking Jamie was hilarious. I was dying. Plus, how, uh, how did, how does Justin not like Khaleesi? She is the best part of the show this season. Rod is spot on with his commentary regarding her. Keep it up. Uh, can't wait for the next edition of Dim Thrones. Thank you, Sooner Trey. We appreciate it. You're welcome, sweetie. Jaws 8 says, road trip. Five stars. I have finally had time to sit down and write this. Thank you, Rod and Karen, for the constant comedy of your podcast. It had, if it had not been for TBGWT, I don't know how we would have made it through driving 12 hours. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shit, it's amazing. We got 12 hours off of shit to listen to. Mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> glad you enjoyed it, man. And, uh, hopefully your road trip was safe and, uh, uneventful. And, uh, you know, I listen to podcasts a lot when I drive. Um, yeah. when I go places, I'm always putting my iPod on the, in the, in the car and listening to a show. And then Karen starts talking through the show because that's what she do. <laughs> it is, ain't it? You know, it? last night I forgot my phone at home. She didn't say a word the whole drive. It was crazy, guys. <laughs> 
I don't know what to tell you. It's like, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to my show. Karen's like, you know, and another thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I listen to podcasts all the time in the car. And, uh, you know, I have my, uh, stereo set up. I have, uh, the, in the bathroom, even we have like the iPod Pods. decks. Like I'm constantly like throwing on a podcast, take a shower, you know, whatever, man. Like love podcasts. So I'm glad that we can be that for someone. Yes. We had a comment on the Podomatic page. We typically don't read these, but uh, I I caught it the other day and was like, well, I guess I'll read it because I saw it. You know, normally we say comment on the the website. Mm -hmm. Says, hi, Rod and Karen, longtime listener, first time commenter. On the topic of pranks at work, I agree with Karen presently, but a year ago, I would have agreed with Rod. It's all well and good until someone's dad gets a dick pic. Oh, snap. I had an incident where we had a new hire who was an extra white girl loud and obnoxious. But she got so bad, uh, she got such a bad rap for being annoying, I decided being nice and essentially befriending her was something a good black person does. This decision came to bite me straight in the anus. Uh oh. She told a fellow coworker that taking a walk with me and two other girls was being in the black club. Oh, Lord. Then after breaking up with her boyfriend because he wouldn't marry her after two years, she comes in my office in tears to inform me that she will be fucking up all day at work because she's depressed about a breakup. Oh. I offered her some advice and told her she should take some time off if it is affecting her at work. She promptly snapped and started screaming at me. Don't you tell me when to take my vacation time. You have no right to tell me when to take time off. I asked her to leave my office because I'll be damned if you feel like you can speak to me like that at work. She then apologized, asked to keep it between us, and leaves my office. Ten minutes later, my manager calls me into the office and tells me, I know she's crazy, but handle her with kid gloves. See, So she didn't keep it between them at all. No, and see, that's the fucked up shit. Crazy people like that are the first ones to fly and tell what you did, but don't tell anything that they did to contribute to you responding how you responded. She tried to make me look like, a bully to my manager but luckily my manager knows me well enough to know that wasn't true i felt betrayed by my manager because she took her side in the end but that's another story after that no more work friends i'm the boring no weekend plans having eat lunch at my desk black co-worker sorry for the long comment love you guys carol at candykiss.com um carol let me just say this none of what you described was pranks but um <laughs> oh yeah that that was some real life shit that no was, that, that, that wasn't pranks at all she wasn't pranking that them tears yeah that was real life drama but um but i feel you though and uh it's one of the reasons i really felt like i couldn't be myself at work play it safe because um i'm already kind of sarcastic and i've had issues with people who uh insecure people cannot really handle being around me Mm-mm. honestly to be no, quite they, honest they can't um most of the issues i have when i run into with people in my life are their shit coming into my shit Mm -hmm. you know i try to be pretty honest about my own self-esteem my own issues and you know i've apologized to people before when i was like you know what this wasn't your issue this was some shit i was dealing with and i'm sorry i even put that on you you know I've, i've had to tell people that a few times in my life where it's like you didn't do anything it was just you know i couldn't handle myself and and you know i realize that now but you know exactly you know uh but most people don't like that yeah most people don't like that at all like most people are kind of um fucked up uh and like you just got to deal with them yeah they can't handle it so like i just decided to shut off from talking to certain people because it's like especially at work i don't want to deal with that drama nope so i can't be done with your shit i'm not a shrink nope and i like my paycheck and fucking around with you ain't gonna make me lose it all right, let's do the comments for the site, and then we'll play some voicemails. We got tons of voicemails this week. I know, right? Like 12 voicemails or some shit. 
um all right we got a lot of comments on the site too well we got a lot of comments on polls and stuff not yeah. really on the site but um the first poll was uh you know howard t smith obsidian black awkward black nerd whatever he goes by now um <laughs> he wrote the show and his emails were a little bit better last week i thought i could mm-hmm. understand both of them yes or at least one of them for sure and uh i we made that the poll because the week before it was like did you understand his his emails or was i tripping and everybody said no we didn't understand it was like a hundred percent this time yes it's like could you understand howard's emails this week yes all of them were good 20 percent mm-hmm. no i still don't understand them 50 percent and kind of the first two were fine but the last one was gibberish 30 percent so it's still a good 80 percent of people that misunderstand a lot of what he's talking about and um but it was still better worded it was better than the last time mm-hmm. you know it was baby steps yeah um, good job keep up the good work sweetie yeah we appreciate you uh trying to work hard you know but let's limit it to like maybe one email a week you know no need for three you know what i'm saying though uh um did Corey's logic we had Corey erman on the show the poll for the show was did Corey's logic uh for drinking cheap liquor make sense this was episode 473 getting twisted with Corey erman mm-hmm. talked about chubby checker and all of his new twists he's trying to put on different products and all that stuff um so the Corey's logic for drinking cheap liquor makes sense to you because he drinks the rock gut okay he's like hey i, I got to save this money Mm-mm. and uh it's cheap to me but that means i can get more of it so yes i also partake in the rock gut 28 percent of our audience karen drinks the rock gut oh yeah plastic bottle of I alcohol like, i like my stomach like ugh. yeah I, if i hit you upside here i want that shit to break and that bounce off like a nerf ball right not only can i get drunk but i can use it to coat up my house with paint you know strip yeah the paint i can use it as a, pic- a picky bank mm-hmm. uh and then 72 percent no i love myself no those are the people i agree with uh we had some comments aaron says man i love myself but i have friends that always partake in the aristocrat special terrell shorter says Corey's logic is sound first of all alcohol is poison when you drink it you become intoxicated in theory more poison is better for the money take this further young padawan upgrade your craft from senseless uppity cheap assness to oh yeah nigga up topness this is what i do pouring your gordon's extra dry gin into a gray goose bottle just in case you are asking fuck yes massey uh so that way you would feel better as you feel the burn drinking the cheap shit chairman of the board member of the ibnbc Inter- international brotherhood of niggas with bad credit so terrell is about that rock gut life and you know what maybe it's just me but you know what? i like to breathe i, I like mm. to be able to say I, you know, I, I don't like burning and, and chest burning and I ain't got no hairs, but shit, that shit make you grow hairs on your chest. No, thank you. Well, there's no accounting for taste in class. Can yeah. You? And this is why you pay a little extra is for the smooth taste, you know, for the uh, ability to wake up without a headache the next day. Ain't that the truth? And some people don't value around. themselves like that. They want to wake up. They don't. They just like, I only spent $20 and I'm waking up. Sure. My head is going to hurt. You know, Sure. I'm, you know, my kidneys are going to kill kill themselves, but I only spent $20 last night. That's what they think. Yeah. Or $5 in Corey's case. Yeah, you pay now, pay later. Jump know. Off says, uh, I voted yes, but I do love very much Corey's 25. His body can handle sacrificing quality for an insane deal. I do it too. If I was still a young whippersnapper like Corey, I'm not, I'm turning 30 this year. 
five to ten dollar jugs of liquor are behind me i'll spend 25 for 750 milliliters of johnny walker red label thank you very much my stomach thanks me every time i know it's so yeah i don't know man i don't like bounce back from that shit Mm -mm. yeah i don't like drinking where i have to cancel my plans the next Next day day. yeah well you can't do anything as an adult that's just seems like a fail yeah yes the poll for the next show 474 serial napist where we talked to jess wood um uh the poll was could you stay friends with someone who treated the wait staff poorly because karen and i we've both been waiters we couldn't do it jess has been a waitress she couldn't do it um and but i was like you know i feel like a lot of people don't even give a fuck right nope so i put it out there people listen to the black guy who tips ironically uh could you stay friends with someone who treated the wait staff poorly yes at least it's not me or no i wouldn't stand for it yes it's at least it's not me 31 percent. a third of our audience is completely fine with people treating the service industry staff like shit and that's because they've never been in the service industry they've yeah, never been a cashier they mm-hmm. like you've you've never been on the receiving end of nasty attitudes people blaming you for shit beyond your control people coming in with nasty attitudes like you've never had to deal with that so it's really easy for you to say it ain't me but if it ever is you one day and my thing is this is like you showing up at your job and your boss just cussing you out or walking around and hovering over you telling you every damn thing you doing wrong you would get ill so you you know i just try to be considerate of other people plus also i think they do it like this 31 percent of yeah. people is probably those people that do it yeah 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 you you're, you're the assholes i'm sorry you know yeah I, they're I can't probably deal the that. people that you know it's like of course i stay friends with myself um the comments j project says yo i've never been a waiter or whatnot so i don't know but do you really only get paid like two dollars an hour nationwide it's not nationwide varies per state but it's about two dollars fifteen cent in a lot of places and then they expect your tips to make the difference between that and minimum wage. Um, so some, they want to make sure you keep a minimum wage job. If you're actually not making enough tips to make the difference between two fifteen an hour and minimum wage, then, uh, you can, you can honestly file that and say, Hey, I didn't make enough money. What they would normally do is fire you because that means they have to issue you a check, check. to make the difference between yes. minimum wage and not minimum wage. Yeah, they and they basically to. count in, uh, waiters and waitresses as $0 employees. So mm-hmm. it's like, I shouldn't have to pay you shit with this $2.15. And honestly, if you claim over that, you don't get the $2.15 an hour. No, you don't. You so don't. like, if you say, well, I made $10 an hour in tips, then they go, okay, Oh. then we don't owe you anything nope and a lot of people don't know that and it varies per state in some states some especially some states up north uh may pay minimum wage is really 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 rare that you get a state that pays minimum wage most pays between 213 and maybe five something per hour and i know from the places i worked if you got minimum wage you're probably like a head server which means you like well well a step below the manager but you had other responsibilities other than just serving if so i need to step my tip game up two to three bucks just is not enough but i don't care if they do get minimum wage if anybody uh i'm with is treating them bad i'm saying something we may have to cut the meal short if they can't show a little human decency luckily i don't attract those kind of people most most if not all dickheadish rude motherfuckers only like hanging out with other dickheadish rude motherfuckers as to avoid the am i a dick feeling or they feel like I'm not one of them, a dickhead, and they therefore have nothing in common with me. I'm whack because I'm not rude or mean. I'm a sucker. 
because i'm too nice full disclosure i am an asshole at times and nothing's wrong if it's funny but ain't nothing funny about treating your weight staff like shit i know so what do people understand about they they got your food in their hands they got something you're going to consume that they're bringing out to you why would you piss them off like i said we work at the back of the house and it's some fucked up shit that happens in the back of the house when customers back of the house yeah the back of the that's what we call like the like the where the cooks and stuff oh that's is. y'all call it okay. yeah we call it like the back of the house you but know what other people know it as the kitchen yeah the kitchen yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And we call it like the, you know, where the customers sit at the front of the house. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things where it's all kinds of shit that happened back there from the cooks to the service and shit I've seen with my own eyes where I was like, man, if you knew. Yeah, what I don't you know why doing. I take that risk with that food. That's yes. so stupid. Um, like if you're a dick constantly to waste that, you eating spit. You yes, eating you are. Probably shit. Boogers and, slim, and yes. all kinds of shit. Um, Moses Johnson says, I would remain friends because it puts you in the unique position of shaming your body, buddy either endlessly or until they get the hint that behaving like that to serve as a waste staff. Um, okay. We had a friend who was especially nonplussed by the notion of a stranger confronting her about her behaviors, but in the spirit of true friendship, we loved our friend and each took turns berating her while apologizing to the server until she, our friend, was brought to tears. Our friend learned the weight of words that day. She also developed a less sucky approach to dealing with those who serve others, namely her. Either way, the point is you lose influence if you detach yourself from someone, so it's best to use that as a last resort after the person has proven that they can't be convinced that being an ass is less than the best way to be. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess I do believe in the power of ridicule to change people, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They'd have to definitely change. I wouldn't keep up with that shit. You know? No, I, I wouldn't, like I said. And, and, and it's rare that that happens. And most of, I've never, I don't think it's ever happened when me and Roger has like actually been together before. But it's one of them things where if I cut my eyes and you're an asshole, I'm liable to just end my meal. Like, you know yeah. what, baby? Let's go. Let's go. You know what? Let's get some Burger King McDonald's on the way home. Fuck this. I, I just don't feel like dealing with this. HC says people who belittle the service industry staff tend to be the type that likes to feel superior to other people. Mm-hmm not my type of friend yeah not yeah. mine either i don't i admittedly i don't have to deal with this i don't but if i i would not have a friend like this like the only time i've ever seen it me and that person never hung out again you know it, it that was in my circle of people i know it was mm-hmm. like we'll never hang out like no way episode 475 dario naharis the the ohio state university uh where we talked to patrice about them thrones mm-hmm and then we talked about uh mushrooms and i was like you know I, I, i'm scared to try them because it seems to people like we read a story about them and this chick stripped off all the clothes hiking with her friends yeah police had to be called you know and everybody going to jail yeah now her friends are going to jail yeah uh would you try shrooms yes it seems pretty harmless or no i don't trust that stuff yes it seems pretty harmless 18 percent. no i don't trust that stuff 82 percent Nick the Jew says, my first weekend in college, I saw a girl throw up her whole gut, self-esteem, future plans, and maybe a coffee cup of off shrooms. I'm good. Wow. Jay Project says, no, nah, this chick been trying to get me on them shits for years. What? That's an ex. What? That an ecstasy. It's just like smoking 20 blunts all at once, she said. This was her way of selling me the idea to me. I smoke five blunts and I fall asleep. Why in the fuck would I smoke four times that all at once? That's the truth. The tickler says, nope. As the homie Sweet Brown would say, ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. I like the function. Uh, Professor LCH says, this episode's pick is perfect. Why wouldn't Dario Naharis of the Ohio State University be satorially stunning like this? 
so extra with the hair loosely braided side cornrow the ridiculous part yes covery them sleeves clenched waist shoulder pads meaty head sardonic expression the only reason we are clowning him is because he performs he's gonna get that work the heisman the khaleesi i agree i agree too ma'am yeah he, yeah and that dude is a rapper in real life that's crazy wow mm-hmm dario harris rapper the ohio state rapper mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we got episode 276 which is 476 which is the latest episode uh we had jaquetta and katie from the hey you know it podcast you know two of our favorite uh people to chat with on the show man yes, they are uh we had one comment hc says i hope rod doesn't have plans for a small cute tattoo we're going bird man with this rod khalifa up in here let's make it happen uh all right then bro speak for your own arm uh <laughs> the poll for the show was should the pranking employee get his job back i basically explained the situation with explained the situation with my friend she had uh fired a guy that day for playing a prank on her phone even though they had kind of been playing pranks for a while and she'd been letting him get away with it he finally went too far um and uh in full disclosure she said she would do whatever the poll says so she will offer him job his job back if he apologizes, promise not to do it again, or uh if you guys say fire him and he stays fired, then then she'll do that. So the 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 poll for her, and I will send this to her. The poll results, and I don't know if it's just because people like me and Justin, but yes, if he apologizes and washes ride in Justin's car, he can have his job back. Sixty seven percent of people, <laughs> two thirds of people think he should get his job back. I didn't vote in this poll because I, I knew it was biased and I knew, mm-hmm. but I would have actually voted against that. I think he should get fired, but, mm-hmm. but I also like free car washes. Um, <laughs> no, he should stay fired. 33% of people think he should stay I'll fired. That group. Let's check the chat room and see what they think. Justin P says, look, my fellow NNJ nigga named Justin <laughs> members got it right. It was all her fault. She began this back and forth, jokey style, jokey relationship. All, even if she didn't begin, begin it, she kept it going, therefore co-signing it. Was it his fault she was caught slipping? Was it his fault her dad stuck in the 50s? No, on both counts. He got her good. He won. That should have been it. But no, she wants to abuse her power and fire the nigga. You're not going to talk shit and insult me on your show, are you? She knows she wasn't right. Guilty conscience. Mm, mm. It makes more sense for him to be written up and harassed on the job than to be fired, I think. Let us not be swayed so quickly to end this game. It's like taking the basketball and going home because you got dunked on and the dude put his sweaty balls in your face. Oh. More like your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend sweaty cock in your father's face, right? Yes. It hurt our pride and possibly your, it hurt your pride and possibly your sense of cleanliness or respectability, but ending it like that just seals in the event, in the event. You didn't even give yourself a chance to go down in the history books for, for the most sweet revenge. The boss's fun could be just the beginning of the employee stays. If the employee stays, though, living out the next few months with the shame of being the boss's personal purveyor of crap work. I don't know. I feel like once I've sent your dick, uh, dick to yeah, your father. Yeah, yeah, that, that ends the relationship because yeah. honestly, it's like if you don't address it and something happens, 
all of a sudden you you basically set the company up for lawsuits. I don't mean to harm, you mm-hmm. know, is hey, she went along with this, you know, you know and, and you cause other issues and other problems, you know, cause it's fun and games with y'all, but when HR get involved, they ain't trying to hear none of this bullshit. It's crazy how so many people responded to this poll and all the other stuff. But um Andre says he should stay fired. You don't go through your boss's, boss's phone ever, in my opinion. That's and right. if you're stupid enough to, you damn sure ain't supposed to be spending out, I mean, sending out the most profane shit to just random people. Yes. If I was his boss, I'd have fired the nigga too. You should know better. One of the worst possible recipients a person could imagine receiving something sent from their phone actually received that picture. Her pops. The only person worse could have been got, that could have gotten the picture was her current boyfriend. Fuck that. He should stay fired for being a dumbass. Yes. Christopher says, fuck him. He learned the most important thing about having a job. Don't fuck up. True. The tickler says, remember the girl who didn't like people playing on her phone that day? Chappelle skit. When keeping it real goes wrong. Don't get so blindsided by the original transgression that you end up getting whooped in jail. Let that man be great. (laughs) Professor LCH says, I'm not sure I've ever worked in such a jokey job place before. I suspect that. No, you're a professional, ma'am. I suspect, though, that when it's at any, at that level, either everyone is in on a joke or there is no professional work going on at all there ever. So it doesn't matter that he was super wilding out by going into her phone. That he got fired only teaches him a lesson about power dynamics if he's not privileged, which, which he was clearly. Who does that? Uh, if he's privileged again, likely. All he'll learn is that his former boss is uptight in a wet blanket, which means he'll learn nothing and blame her. So I think she should, he shouldn't have been fired. Moreover, I don't think he needs to apologize. Sounds like she let him slide too many times. She wasn't a true boss. She was too busy kikiing on the clock. Actually, I don't care about either of these folks. Fire him, rehire him. (laughs) Sorry, Rod. I think he'd wash your car in a jokey fashion and you'd be more ticked than anything, though. Even a bad car wash is still good if it's free. Wait, how did I vote again? So she lost track of the, <laughs> she lost track of the thread right there, but it's, it's cool. She was trying. Um, you get an A for effort, lady. Mm-hmm. Now we also have people that left comments on the, uh, premium episodes. All right. Um, uh, Professor LCH was all over this, man. Woo-hoo! So, um, we appreciate that. Uh, we, um, she left a comment for Nerd Off, where it was a YouTube video to something about the Star Wars kid. Mm-hmm. She left a comment for Medium Talk, uh, where I talked to Afrocentric. She said, this was awesome. I'd love to hear what tips and tricks she'd offer we non-pro girls who like to master the art of conversation and ahem, allure. Yes, me too. Especially since folks are texting in our online and such. How, nay, why does one master the art of phone congress? Uh but in Congress is in quotes because it means sex. I wonder how her trade and the flow of business are affected by online release. Yeah. That can point. be as easily easily assessed for free via laptops and handheld devices. Pause. Uh, hope you can bring her back for EG part two. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. She's them big words. Yeah. For part two phone sex tips. Please uh to get the reference there's wikipedia shizaray i don't know what this means um just and and it's a lot of reading and wow that's um, a vocabulary word this is what happens when we have smart people write the show real smart people and then i now i have to do research to understand the joke uh and i'll just have to i'll, I'll bookmark she's that better at phonetically in the uh chat uh in the chat yeah let me see 
shaharazad oh that's how you pronounce that oh, okay i've heard that before um uh, but i still don't know who that is um <laughs> the, uh, uh, on our small movie review for trance uh fresh lch said lol regarding brandon as the first lady of podcasting because i introduced uh i said i gotta introduce the first lady of podcasting mm-hmm. brandon who was on 40 acres <laughs> and then I said, nah, I'm just kidding. It's Karen. And he, he felt kind of sad. Yeah. He took it personally. She said, rolling on the floor, laughing my ass off at Brandon feeling pretty and slighted. When you pulled, when you pulled and tried to replace his crown, folks need what they need. So yeah, I'm sorry, Brandon. I didn't mean to hurt you, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Karen is the first lady. It was, it was a little jokey joke for the audience. Um, and for those that don't get the joke. You, you gotta listen. get the premium. Yes, mm-hmm. the the uh, medium talk he did with Afrocentric, y'all. It that right there was. She's a very interesting person. I'm like LCH. Get that lady on again. She was great. All right, we will. I will. Um. All right, let's talk about um these voicemails. Is, is can we do those next? Let's do it. There's a ton of them, so I'm just gonna play them. Some of them are a little too long, so uh, let's just say if you uh aren't interested in within the first couple minutes we will stop your voicemail we will let's go say let's go what up though karen and rod so i just was watching them thrones one o'clock in detroit i've been drinking jack daniels and smoking all day had a 12-hour day first off that midget dude man his hooker mad there was some bitch but yeah, ain't fuck that little young. 14, man. Come on, dude. Damn. Ain't a pussy. I like 15. That dude is just ridiculous. Small dick bastard. Anyway, yeah. So, the thought, man, I just can't wait till Tuesday. I know y'all not going to play this till Saturday, so what up, uh, Black Eyes Two Nation? Hey, chill. You need to call in. Is your phone broke? Uh, see, talking entirely too much shit right there. Let's check the phone. Minute thirty. Yeah, I'm talking a little bit more shit. It, I don't. I don't understand how that little crazy dude, the king killing motherfucker, that tyrant, tyrant, right? Sound like a motherfucker off of Mac and B Wick. Sound like a nigga from the East Side. His granddaddy is gonna fuck him up. That little punk. That dude said he was gonna cut his nuts off. That little fag was just like. Hey, um, oh, you can't call people fag. Fuck it, Elon James. You gotta be politically correct. Hey, Dolphin's not fag, Elon. Okay, yeah, he said he's gonna cut that nigga's nuts off. <laughs> Shit is funny, too. Alright, well, that's all I wanted. I just, after I watched it, I just had to call it. Right, Karen, y'all be great. See you next month. <laughs> Deuces. Who who was that? He didn't give his name. Oh. That, that's what somebody in the okay. chat room was saying. I was like, no. Oh, okay. All right, I was well, checking. Well, I, I thank you, sweetie. We don't know who you are, but we thank you very much for calling in. I wish you would have identified yourself. But Appreciate you, mystery caller. Yes, we. yeah, thank you very much. See you next month, man. Uh, thank you. That was weird. Hi, this is Sean. Hmm. I had a quick question about your network marketing business. Can you give me a call? So, <laughs> oh, so spam decided to call in. Yeah, that's my man Sean. Uh, you had a quick question about our business. Yeah. Uh, I think this might be him again. Hi, this is Sean. Hmm. I had a quick question about your network marketing business. Can you give me a call? 
Let's see, uh, my best number is 714-317-7159. Hey, thanks a lot for your time. Okay, so Sean uh, wants to talk to us about our online marketing business. Mm-hmm. Um, and is the number was uh, 714-317-7159. So let's give Sean a call, see what he's talking about. Um, so Please some... enjoy the following music while your party is being reached. Oh, snap! <laughs> Hello? Thank you for calling. You've reached Sean's cell phone. Please leave your name and number and a short message after the tone. I'll get back to you as soon as I receive it. Visit somewillsomewon.com. Talk to you soon. Hey, Sean. This is Rod from the Blackout Tips, man. I got your message about my online marketing business. I was trying to give you a call back to see what was up. And, uh, you know, I, I got the message. Uh, I'm not sure that we can really work together. I'm not a big fan of your whole call music. Um uh, you know, I like to do things very professional, sir, but I appreciate your interest in the blackout tips and, uh, helping us spread the word. So you have a good one, Sean, and, uh, better luck in the future. Peace. All right. So let's, uh, uh hope, yeah. So that hopefully we'll get on his do not call list. Thank you very much. Yeah. So let's, uh, that's, check the next voicemail. Yeah, that's what happens when you spam See, us with foolishness. Yeah. I don't have a job anymore except this. <laughs> ah! So all y'all niggas getting called back. Next one. Hello, my name is Nina Noel. I'm calling on behalf of Akshaybi. Um, we received your email about interviewing Shy tomorrow, so I'm calling to see if 11 o'clock in the morning will work for you and um, to get your Skype information. Um, oh. Do give me a call back, 718-687-7797. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we already did this interview, so I don't know what that was about. Maybe that was before Tuesday? hmm Oh, yeah. Anyway, we took care of that. I think there was a mix-up where she thought she didn't call me for some reason. Okay. Yeah, anyway, um, next one. That's right. Shabby got assistance, y'all. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep. He professional. Um, And then this person left a blank message. What the fuck is this shit? Really, people? Uh-oh. Is this what we doing in, in 2013 now? Oh, it's just, oh, oh, we just, something may have happened. No, nah, this is a, this is a blank, blank message. Like, I don't, um, when I hit play, nothing happens. All right. Well, I guess we on to the next one then. Thanks, buddy. Next message. Well, good afternoon, Rod. Karen, this is Stephen Richards out of Belmont, oh, South Carolina. Hi, guys. Hey, I was listening to your show with Jess Wood and I. I was a little bit disappointed about that waiter thing. I tell you, man, I, when I go to Restaurant Hill, I don't never know what the hell I want, man. I always ask what the hell is good, man, because, uh, you know, I think it made that better than I would, you understand? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, damn, man, I, I can't ask a, I can't ask the waitress or waiter, you know, what's good on the damn menu. I figured they'd know better than I would, hell. I mean, what the hell, man? I mean, I ain't tweeting and Instagramming and, I ain't, uh, you know, Facebook or in, uh, you know, the stuff from the, uh, damn, from the damn menu and all that right there, man. I just want to know what's good on the menu. Because, hell, I like to try new things, you understand? It's only so much a man can eat bacon, eggs, and ham, you understand? Because, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit old, you know? You need to try some different chips. 
some type of different things, man. You know, uh, you understand. But anyway, man, I just had a little comment about that. I mean, damn, man. I understand you guys are sensitive to waiters and waitresses and everything like that. Hell, I was a waiter one time myself when I was about 15 years old. When I was about 15 years old, man. I used to work at this barbecue pit. I tell you, man, people there were assholes. I tell you what, man. This one man, he took the damn A1 sauce and threw it at me. And I took that son of a bitch out. But anyway, man, I was just here. Yeah, you know, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, I was just uh, calling you guys, see how you were doing. I hope you guys are doing good. Hey, this is Stephen Richards. Hope you guys have a good one. We are, and I bet you that food was good at the barbecue joint. The way he sounded, I bet mm-hmm. you that barbecue was delicious. Make you want to throw a bottle at somebody so good. Yes. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, it's it's just annoying when people ask you what it is, but it's more annoying when they don't even take your advice. So it's like, why'd you ask me anyway, man? Mm-hmm. You know. But uh, you know, it's nothing personal as, as always. Just annoying. You know, everybody has pet peeves at their jobs that I'm sure their customers won't like to hear, and you got to hear one for waiters. I. You got a big ass menu describing everything in your face. Pick one. True. You know, especially if you go, what would I like? I don't know you. We just met. Yeah, yeah and 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 you know, it, it depends on the server because I've had server suggest shit, and I'm looking like that sounds disgusting. No, thank you. Yeah. Next voicemail. Hi, Blackout Who Tips Podcast. I am calling you guys to let you know I am a huge, huge fan of the show. I've been listening to the show. For over three years now, I've heard every single solitary uh, episode because I've been there. For <laughs> every single solitary episode, I am a premium member, and I would like for everybody out there to know that I love the spinoff shows. I'm not on all the spinoff shows, so I want uh, Rod to know uh, and encourage him that uh, that shady episode was greatness. Um, I loved uh, Afrocentric. Uh, that was a really, really good one. Um, I enjoyed that one, too. Uh, my lips smacking good. Get on that. Why? Because if you ain't smacking your lips, it ain't good. <laughs> um, the nerd off. Yes, I love the nerd off. All you nerds out there, it's it's a really great show. Spoil movie reviews. I I I I, I enjoy uh, that one too. And I want everybody out there to know that uh, I'm pushing like y'all for Rod to get the 100 as much as he gets scared and nervous. I am uh, looking forward to it, and I am excited about uh, Feminine. I am excited about uh, him getting a tattoo. I am excited about all the new members we get ready to have, because I know y'all niggas out there get ready to get paid. <laughs> so uh, know that I love all the fans, and I love you too, baby. And thank you for everybody out there that supports the Black Out Tips. Bye. Oh, man. I hope she calls back. That she was sexy. <laughs> hmm. wonder what she had on, you know? Oh, no. Uh, I had to had to get had to get that call back. Um, you know, call again, girl. Um, I enjoyed your call, and uh, I appreciate <laughs> you enjoying my interviews and stuff. You know, I try to be thoughtful and professional with uh, what I do, man. Uh, looking forward to getting more and more people on uh, Medium Talk, and we work hard on these spinoff shows. And we have several planned for the day, so uh, there's no days off, man. Grind, grind, grind. Um, rather people have too much shit to listen to than not, not enough. enough. That's right. Get your money's worth. Exactly. All right, man. So, uh, next voicemail. Let's see if this one's from you. Hey, what's going on, uh, black guy with tips? What's up, Karen? Uh, love what y'all guys are doing with the podcast and, uh, you know, loving the Karen show, the food stuff that she's going on, Karen Food Network. <laughs> I guess you should call it, but, uh, you know, y'all doing a good job, and uh, 
squad. You know, this uh, sports thing is real, uh, is real good and real entertaining. Um, yeah, I was just to show you had about our uh, experience at the gas station, man. I went through the same situation. Uh, sometimes that's what that's what's wrong with the hood gas station. The hood gas station, motherfuckers all selling CDs and all type of shit. One day I pull up to the gas station. I see the motherfucker wait for me. So I act like I'm on my phone, you know. Act like I'm talking on the phone, and you know. So I guess, buddy, he'll catch me when I come out. And um, so I came out. He was waiting for me. I said, dang. So, you know, I had to uh, come up with some bullshit. So, uh, one thing about the hood gas station, man, the gas is a cheap. That's one thing about that. And, uh, That's true now. One thing I like about the hood gas station, man, motherfuckers never have the receipt. You can't never get the receipt after you just pumping your gas. <laughs> yes. got to go inside and get the receipt. When you go to the white neighborhood, the gas is more expensive, but, you know, you get better, uh, you know, no, nobody solicitating in the uh, private gas station or, you should get your receipt, but um, one thing I hate about that shit, man. But uh, y'all keep up the good work, and uh, I'm spreading the word around, and uh, peace. peace, peace, honey. I agree with you. I know. I hate to be you, racist, but goddamn, he right. When you go to the hood gas stations. <laughs> They fill that thing up when the store first open up, and they'll never put another fucking strip of paper in that thing again. Because every time you go, you know, I either got to to picture my phone and like snap a picture of the cost, or with the little thing, but like go in. Fuck, I don't want to go in. That's why I'm pumping my gas outside. I would have paid cash if I wanted to go inside. Yeah, and like I hate that he's right, but that that receipt thing is right. Like what I've just resorted to now. Uh, I just take a, don't go inside and get your receipt. I just take a picture on my cell phone. Yeah, that's what I started doing. Of the amount. Like, I just go ahead and take that picture. But, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's fucked up, man, because, like, why wouldn't, what's so hard about the hood people being able, like, why can't they just be like, hey, sir, no soliciting? in front of the store? You know, call call the police. Are the cops not gonna come out or something? Cause it's the same shit. And the same people. Yeah, white know their names. Yeah, the white gas station be like, man, if you don't get your ass out of here. Meanwhile, black gas station go got a nutritionist. Like, who leaves the house? Like, oh, I gotta go see my nutritionist, man. I'm going to up to Seven Eleven. You know, nobody says that. So, <laughs> uh, next voicemail. Rod and Karen, this is your boy Ron Drake. It's random Ron. On Twitter, oh, I just wanted to call and give a shout out to y'all. Uh, about a month ago, well, about two months ago, I was in Mississippi and they sent me down there to work and I decided I was going to download some podcasts. I downloaded Insanity Check and I downloaded y'all and I've been addicted ever since. I've spent like damn near every day listening to two, three podcasts, sometimes four, just to catch up. And I've made y'all part of my daily routine. You've got me watching them thrones. I am addicted to that <laughs> shit. Thank you, Rod. It is my new crack cocaine. Um, and y'all just keep up the good work, man. Keep hustling. Well, Love y'all. You too, Love you too, Ron. Appreciate it, man. That's awesome. Like, I think I've been following that dude on Twitter forever. Um, so that's cool, man. He finally caught the show and, um, you know, checked it out. Like, I always wonder that, too, when people are, like, following me on Twitter. We get along. We talk. And then they see us tweeting about the show. I wonder if they ever just, like, I wonder what the fuck he's talking about and why are hundreds of people talking about it also. 
Man, you know, maybe <laughs> and it is some of those things where people go, well, Rod is cool. I don't know what this is, but I'll share it. Like yeah. when we talked to Adjective J, he said he shared the show for a very long time. Without and even one day, He was like, you know what? Let me listen to what I'm sharing. But it's one of those things where I can follow you and you can follow me. But, you know, it's one of those things where I, we don't really force the show on you. If yeah. you listen, you listen. You don't, you don't. And I think that's what's kind of separate us because, you know, we don't mind people listen, listening. We don't we don't mind marketing ourselves. But it's one of those things where, hey, you listen to the show yet? Listen to the show yet? Right. You heard yet? You heard yet? Because even for me, that is uh, somewhat annoying. Yeah, I feel like just my curiosity would have got to the better of me at some point. But, you know, it's different for everybody. Yes, it is. And, I, and it kind of did get the better of him. It just took 476 episodes. That's all. Uh, let's see the next voicemail. Hey, what's up? Uh, Karen. Larry. Um, well, we got the second voicemail. Just want to call in, man. Uh, just show a little love real quick. Uh, just want to say... Um, Really proud of what you guys have done with the show. I was looking at the, uh, at the old episodes and it dawned on me. I was like, man, I've been riding out with these people since like literally, I believe it was episode 35. I remember I had Drake in the title. And, Heartbreak uh, Drake. Kind of my opinion. And I was like, man, it's been a long road, man. And, um, just really proud of everything you've done. You're continuing to do. Love this new format, the spinoff shows. Um, and just the fact that you're going out, you know, full force like that. And, um, little message to the fans of the show, you know, new and old. Um, first of all, thank you guys, uh, for my tippy. You know, I, I'm really am proud of that. Um, especially for the one I want, cause I'm that nigga. So, you know, that felt good. I, I planned on telling you guys a while back. You know, everybody who voted for me, I appreciate it. I kind of thought I might have already, um, like, had a chance to say it on the show or something. But Rod ain't scheduling niggas, so that ain't why that, that's why I ain't having it. <laughs> and, uh, um, and also, just, you know, let's just show support, man. Because, you know, it's like they said, when when uh, they win, we win. Mm-hmm. So it's an opportunity to really get behind something you love and believe in. Let's do the premium memberships. Let's all get signed up and then push the stay forward. Cut out something else you like. You know, if it's a money thing, I guarantee you spend $15 a month on something that you probably shouldn't. Sodas, fast food, stuff like that. We all got it. Let's kick it out, man. And just, let's kick in. $15 a month. Let's make this happen. And um, that's really about all I got, man. Continue the good work. He'll like always the support. And uh, I'll let y'all in on one. One. I feel like that is the first time Lotus Flower Bomb has not trolled Larian. That, no, that it, sound like the sexiest voicemail ever. Yes, I was. That's why he started talking. I was like, Larry, go with a hey girl. How y'all doing, Black Eyed Tiff Nation? I thank you for voting on me, girl. You know I love all the people out there. Normally, Ladies, got your panties wet for Hollywood Larry out there. I know, I know. Wink, wink, girls. I started. Y'all love me. I started playing that back in the day because he hates that song, but he says he like, loves Wale. But, but his voice sounds perfect over yeah. it. It's 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 almost like I expected him to stop and somebody started rapping. You know, rapping <laughs> yeah. behind him. You know how how he stopped talking like like that's like, like that's the prequel. And then I was like, "Hey girl, come over here, won't you let me, girl? Hey girl, come over here. I, you know I need you, girl. That's right. what I thought I was gonna hear at the end of it." Oh my God, that was perfect. First of all, uh, thank you, Larry. And, yes, uh, I will schedule you on the show soon, man. I'll, I'll hit you up, man. You know how we do. Um but and it has been too long but uh yeah man um it is good uh that i've i'm enjoying going like that we're doing something premium i think 
um it's one of those things that you think about a lot um like what is our show worth what is the value to people um you know you always have hang-ups about it it but it's one of those things where it costs a lot of money to do it Mm -hmm. you know um and at some point you have to think somewhat business-minded and Mm -hmm. a lot of this is about our feelings too like we want to do something that doesn't make us feel like we're charging people for bullshit ain't that the truth like i it feels good to be like yo i'm i'm gonna bring this topic up on my sports show you know oh i'm gonna talk to this guy on uh you know Lil smacking good and he's been on you know top shelf or whatever you like you know something where it's like you know this this is different yeah you know i want to interview different. this person and you know everybody's talking about him right now on twitter and nobody has talked to him they just talk about, about him. him that's right like i'm gonna reach out and, and talk to this dude and i want to see where he's coming from and what he's thinking about like uh that means something to me you know uh emailing people and scheduling shit weeks in advance matters to me yes it does um you know we have other people coming up on the show where it's like you know i would never email this person if it wasn't my job and it makes the show better in my opinion and it's because of people that um feel like they can give to become premium and 15 dollars was not necessarily an amount where i was like i can live off this it was the amount where i felt comfortable, comfortable saying I think we're well worth that. You know what I mean? Cause it's like 50 cent a day if there's 30 days in a month, right? So it's like 50 cent a day for yeah. somebody to sign up. If you sign up for the whole year, it's even less than that. Yeah. I think you like, uh, if you sign up for the whole year, you save $30 and it dropped down to $12 a month. Yeah. It's not even a soda a day. So I, I know I feel comfortable charging that. I feel like we're worth that. I feel like you get way more value than that. Yes, you do. Um, if you, if you sign up for premium and you know, there's also just the idea of supporting us. It's not like I do this and I don't do it myself. It's not like I, I want people's money and I don't do it myself. I am a premium subscriber to Keith and the girl. Yep. You know, I don't get to listen to every single uh show that they put out in their premium feed. But there's also something about it where I feel connected to them as an audience and I want to see them succeed. And yes. I want them to not have to worry about shit like, is my rent going to get paid? I know it's so. Or, or um, you know, like, I, do I need to get a second job? I want them to feel like I'm a podcaster and... I can concentrate on everything it takes to make my show better. And yes. that as a listener fuels me because I'm like, oh, this show is getting even better than it was. Like they, you can see that they're not just like sitting around like, how the fuck are we going to pay rent and keep doing this fucking show? Yes. And it's, and it's one of those things too, where, you know, people don't support stuff and then they're like, well, where they go? Well, that y'all, yeah. you also have to support. And it's one of those things where as you support and as the show grows and as Roderick, uh, he dedicates more time. And honestly, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Like we literally sit down and talk about like future shit that we want to do. And it was like, we're going to get to the point where we can do more and more stuff for you guys. Yeah. And I'm employable as shit. I can always go get another job, but yes. I won't love it. Like I love this. That's true. And I won't feel love. Like y'all show us love. Yes. This is a a labor of love, man. This is, is, uh, I don't make a living. I make a loving right now. And I would much rather do this shit than anything else. So I, I wouldn't have felt right if I didn't try it. And the fact that people are signing up and, you know, we are going to be able, hopefully, to make ends meet if we get, you know, like a hundred people minimum would be like okay we can make some ends meet you know cut back in some places but we can actually like afford to eat and and have rent and you know shit like that 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 matters so much to us man so everybody that signs up man it helps man i'm you know it's not about just how can i get in these niggas pockets nope and the last thing i'll say and i'll move off of it but 
white people do this shit all the goddamn time yes and, and yes i'm not gonna feel like well because i'm black, black i need to be less than and not charge for my shit that's right because, because if that's not equality to me no. and i would be a coward if i didn't stand up and believe that we're worth every bit as much as any of these other motherfuckers that put in the work that we put in if if, if not we grind harder you know there's people yes. that do these shows they don't go on anybody else's shows Ever. they don't fucking have other like people on their shows unless they're like famous or a comedian there's no shirley wong episode of the nerdist because they don't give a fuck like you know there's no oh we just like you and you're a fan you don't have a website you don't have anything to sell we just think you're a fucking cool person come be on our show there's not too many shows like that and we're not headlining comedians we're not turned we're not on tv shows we're like this is the fucking income this is it so uh we're gonna try to make it work and i don't see any fucking reason why we shouldn't be able to man like we put in the work our fans um are you know our fans are just as viable as any other person's any other podcast fans and i don't see why we should have to settle for less just because we're not the same type of show as these other shows that ask for your money you know if mark Marin asked for your money adam carolla asked for your money but somehow the blackout tips is not good enough to ask like fuck that we're professional we put in the work we don't give a subpar performance or subpar product um so i don't want to pigeonhole myself and not be and not feel like i'm worth it or be like i can be successful and the worst thing that can happen people don't dig it people don't pay people don't feel like we deserve it people don't feel like they want to put in and i just go get a job again so you know started from the bottom right back to where i want to be like it's it's fine if i have to go do a job again uh but i will not be able to walk away from this without trying that's the only thing so i'm glad people are digging it and the response has been even crazier than i thought it would be honestly man mm-hmm. like looking at my paypal balance and being like huh i could pay my rent out of this is huge to me because that's something i was like if that doesn't happen fuck uh fuck uh, a show you know what i mean like honestly why fucking do this if that doesn't happen if i'm sitting here in two in two months going like yeah baby i don't know how we're gonna eat as a man i could not fucking handle that honestly i cannot handle being a nigga sitting at home going uh yeah so all the shit i do doesn't make us any money uh that my personal just pride and belief in myself and the responsibilities that i'm supposed to own up to as karen's husband i couldn't deal with it so i'm glad that people reached out and have been supportive it means the world to me honestly um all right next voicemail and this one's over three minutes it better be good nigga the premium shows man i love this shit but the silver point for me all the saw the nerd off and listen you guys talking about um michael b jordan uh being up for the role of a uh, human torch because he's gotten so many meetings. And Josh Trank, you know, people get by with a little help from their friends and any business. Josh Trank was over uh, the over Chronicle. Of course, he wanted Michael B. Jordan in there because he did such a great job. I'm looking at, I had it on Blu-ray, and uh, the first couple of takes they had with the the movie, they had just three white guys, but I guess. Michael B. Jordan came in and he just stole the show and he he got that role. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that it'd be the same way with him with uh, Human Torch. He was the best guy for the role. There are a lot of characters that 
and this is after me listening to the Nerd Off and the lovely Amber uh, Teens podcast. She's talking about how a lot of nerds are really upset that he would even be considered for it. If you look at Shakespearean plays, traditionally you had white European males playing every role, including uh, the female roles. Yep. And um, after a while, you got people, men, women, and of all backgrounds playing those roles. So these comic, these comic book race peers don't have a leg to stand on. Uh, whiteness doesn't really conform most of these roles. You have a role like Mad Needle, of course, race defines that role. You have a person who was in an internment camp and occupied Nazi Germany in Poland. Magneto, Luke Cage, Black Panther, they have, their race informs their roles. The characters like Spider-Man, Human Torch, but then is when they get so upset about it, I understand it for, for them. It's a white male power fantasy. And they don't want to admit that because nerds don't want to admit that they sometimes adhere to the same social Darwinistic roles that they try to run from in maybe high school and college. But they they do the same thing to people who aren't white males. Women, you know, gay characters, they, they don't want them to take away what they feel makes them special. And when it comes to most of these white characters, it's, it's their cop watch. You you add more dimension to these characters, add, uh, adding some race to them. So uh, just, it's fascinating seeing them react to the, the way they do, especially when you tell them, okay, you're saying that you don't see race, but this clearly shows that you see race. And race means something to you. And you see yourself in these characters. And it takes away from importance from you if a black person can play those characters. And that says so much that you can't tell them that because they they just won't see, see it for themselves. But times will continue to change. And just watching them squirm is entertaining to me. All right, I just all that's all I wanted to say. All right, nigga. <laughs> I love that Daz is his his voicemails with "All right, nigga." <laughs> I, I feel like he does that to his to his mom and shit. Like Daz, make sure that you get the groceries. He's like, "All right, nigga." All right, uh, I mean, love you, mom. Love, all right, nigga. <laughs> um, but yeah, we talked about um how white as a default background for comic books doesn't really add much value to most characters. Because it's simply the, uh, default. Like it's not, uh, very few comic book characters origin actually has anything to do with being a white person. You know, like there's no, uh, it's not even the attachment to privilege. It's no, whereas being a black person is almost always some type, matter of fact, not black, being any ethnicity, gender, mm-hmm. or minority. Yep. Uh, ends up being like a default like flavoring for your background so it's like you're black you may come from the hood or maybe you're um uh maybe you've been to prison you know it's always some stereotypical negative shit but you know uh it's but there's always something where it's like oh this guy's asian well he there was this war and there was this thing but being white is just kind of like Got oh peter slant. parker he's a white dude you know yeah, there's no the end of it yeah there's no thing attached to that really so um 
that was one of the things and uh some people are upset about michael b jordan of course getting a chance to play um johnny storm in the fantastic four and i personally think it would be awesome you know maybe because someone was even i forget who was on our show at the time they were like well what about his sister because they're just assuming you know his sister is a member of the fantastic four also and they were saying like well his sister uh sue storm is a white person i'm like well if he's black get a black woman to be sue storm get a half black woman Mm -hmm. or maybe if maybe just don't even give a fuck just change it like they they adopted people change shit all the time yes they do they always relaunching and redoing rebooting comic books all constantly all the time plus i want to see black final four uh, i mean fantastic four and all black people and call it the fantastic four which is (laughs) fo i think that would be good so uh people need to check it out but yeah, we talked about that in depth on Nerd Off and, uh, people that listen to the show probably heard that already. Um, this, man, today's Nerd Off is gonna be Peace. crazy. Yes, it is. Oh, man, the Xbox One announcement. I tried to fucking ignore it and just keep going. Oh, yeah. But, but nerds got so goddamn mad. Yes, they like, did. I actually feel like I have to address it. And, uh, Aaron's gonna be on the show and Aaron wrote an entire blog post about that shit and it was not good it was not nice to the xbox one so yeah it's gonna get real today um all right uh next one next voicemail hey rod and karen this is rj from colorado um i don't think i put enough whiskey in my coffee this morning to be slightly coherent but just wanted to leave you guys a uh, voicemail saying that uh the tattoo rod will be coming it will be don't be scared embrace it it's not gonna hurt uh as long as you uh you know hold hold someone's hand while you get it but i'm pretty sure you'll be fine uh also love it when you do them thrones um both me and my roommate were screaming at the tv when sam dropped the uh and I thought that he killed the White Walker. Mm-hmm. Or, like, how stupid can you be? Peter from the Cosmos. Um, let's see. Karen, I like the fact that you tried a bison burger for a uh, for the first time. It is magical and delicious. Yes, it is. Uh, we actually have, like, a lot of restaurants out here that serve bison burgers. And elk burgers, too. Elk is delicious. Oh, I've never had that one. Um, the other thing is... Uh, Tell us, I can't remember. Shit. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I listened to the lot, like, not the past feedback show, but the other one before that. And I didn't even realize how, uh, how white I sounded. I'm kind of terrified at myself, but, you know, that must be like my magical power or something. Um, but other than that, you guys keep up the good work and, Hopefully, I'll be able to uh, subscribe to premium soon, uh, depending on how much overtime I work. But other than that, have a great day, guys, and uh, keep up the awesome work. And, Rod, don't be scared. Don't be scared. It's okay. Tattoos don't hurt that much. You know, as long as you get it on your upper arm, you'll be fine. Uh, other than that, bye, guys. Bye, bye sweetie. Thank you, RJ. Um yeah yeah i actually been thinking too i might get it on the inside of my forearm does that hurt a lot does anybody know 
Well, I don't know. Somebody said upper arm's not that bad, but I was thinking like maybe even inside of the forearm. Oh wait, yes, that hurts a lot. Okay, all right. Well, thanks, chat room. Maybe not. Um, but uh, I bet you probably ask a tattoo. Whoever does the tattoo can probably most likely tell you where it hurts the most because odds are they've had tattoos. Oh, oh, okay. Nah, uh, uh, Larry said it's not that bad. Um, but uh, yeah. So I, I think um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna be nervous until I get it, man. It's like anything, man. It's like if getting a shot at the doctor. It's, it's never. I, hopefully, it's not as bad as I, I feel like it will be. But um, I'm still excited about getting it, man. It's scary, but it's good. It's good, scary. Yes, it is. Um, as far as the bison burger can, what'd you think about that? It was epic. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I was like bison. A, I was like, what the fuck is bison? But I was like, B, it sounds delicious. Let's do this. Mm. And then, I'm going to tell you right now, y'all, uh, I should have never learned that you could put an egg on a, a oh, burger. Oh, my God. That's why the did best y'all creation teach? ever. Why did y'all tell Karen that? <laughs> we had an egg on a burger one time. There have been eggs on every kind of burger since. Yes. I don't give a damn. I swear our burger consumption has gone up like 12 times what it was before. And eggs everywhere. Just eggs on eggs on <laughs> eggs on these burgers, man. Veggie burger. Oh, can I have a, can I have an egg on that? How would you like egg? Hard boiled? Are you hard? Yeah. Scared? Everything. Karen's like, I, we've ordered a burger somewhere and Karen added an egg to it. It was, didn't even come with an egg. <laughs> she was just like, can you put an egg on that? I was like, who even thinks that? And so it's new, it's Karen shit, man. Yes. Eggs are epic. <laughs> I was like, why have I been cheated? Cause at first I was like, egg on a burger. Uh, but what happened is that I ordered an egg from like Nom Nom Burgers. I mean, a burger that had an egg on it, but I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. So they put that. I was like, oh, we got it. Now, I got to ask, how do you not know that? Because that happens a lot. As much <laughs> as, as much as you say you love, uh, you love food, how often do you order something and don't know what the fuck you're ordering? The, the instructions, like the exact ingredients are always right there on the, in, this you know the description i'm that customer i go okay it sounds good because mm. roger you know i have ordered some nasty shit in the past so i'm more bad about reading what's on there and i was like okay a burger okay that sounds good i've learned it's certain keywords that i look for now where i go no i don't like that bullshit mm. but most of the time but I'm- an egg didn't stick out to you when mm. you said i'm gonna get this burger no that's amazing to me no. that's all i'm asking i'm not saying i just it's crazy to me i read shit like I got burned so much on sushi that I know now. Like I'm oh, just like, I, yeah, I know. It's I read thing. every ingredient because it's the smallest shit that just fucks up sushi for me. Like cucumber, fuck cucumber on the sushi. Oh, I hate that shit. The cucumber is disgusting on the. If it's cucumber, I'm like, fuck that. Mm-mm. I've learned too many times because I don't know what it is, and I love cucumbers mm-hmm. and the salad in other places. But not on my, my sushi. sushi roll. It's something about the way they prepare it. Like, put it like this. I can take a cucumber in the roll. I can't take a cucumber if it's of the roll. And it's Mm, disgusting. If the roll is made of cucumber. Yes. That shit is disgusting. Uh, Last voicemail. And this is the longest one. And it's also from RJ. See what this one is doing. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is RJ again. And I totally remembered what I had actually initially had wanted to call and talk about. I only have like three or five three to five minutes, so I'll make this quick and short as possibly as I can. Um, first thing is, I was happy to hear that you are, you were on Where's My 40 Acres um, when the discussion about Kanye West's song came up. Um, I personally, I don't really listen to a lot of hip-hop, so the exposure that I get to it comes from both 
well, all three of you guys, you know, like you, you and Karen, you know, the guys that work my 40 acres, and well, along with Deidre, and uh, Chris and Kat from the Insanity Check. That's my exposure. Me too, girl. Um, but I was really glad to actually hear something that made a lot of sense when you were talking about, you know, the whole new slave. Uh, well, your opinion on it. So that was really insightful. So thank you for that. Uh, two, was really glad to hear Jess Wood on your guys' show. I love that crazy white woman. <laughs> she is awesome. We do too. And, yes, that's my girl. Um, you know, she reminds me a lot of my roommate who is also white and kind of nutty and also from Cali. So she kind of realized, you know, that a lot of the stuff that Jess was saying was true about, you know, crazy shit that happens. The third thing is, um, and I'm probably talking way too fast. I'm sorry. Okay. But the thing about the uh, article about the black lady saying that she was having bad experiences with, with black guys, well, <clears throat> the thing is, is that you can't just be, you can't just base your judgment on a few bad experiences with a particular race. And I know this for a fact. For the longest time, I never dated black guys. Never. Up until about last year, I dated a guy that was half black and half Haitian. And so that was, you know, that totally changed my judgment around about, you know, oh, there's no good men left when there actually are. And you'll run into bad white guys, bad Mexicans, bad Asians. I mean, I dated across the entire spectrum. So you can't base your judgments because... A particular group, you know, is not attracted to you, I guess you could possibly say. So it's one of those things that I've always figured, like, you know, you can't be too closed-minded because you may have a bad experience with one, one or two black men, and then you might meet one that is just, you know, you're not really your knight in shining armor, but the one that's made for you. And then again, you could meet somebody that is completely outside of your boundaries and, you know, they open your eyes to a whole new light. Like, for instance, currently, the guy that I'm dating is half white and half Cuban, and I absolutely adore him. So you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I I understand that there's people that are just like, you know, you want to keep the black pride strong. But at the same time, you have to realize it's like you can't keep your mind closed in in a box. So I guess that's what I wanted to say. Uh, I'm going to take my sleepy ass into work. So hopefully you guys have a great day and can't wait till Sunday. So have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. Um, Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like one that woman completely took herself out of the equation Mm -hmm. but whatever two you don't like the whole article is kind of stupid because like you don't need anyone's permission to be open-minded no you don't so all this like you know all this like hemming and hawing and blaming black men and now i'm gonna go start looking at other races and stuff like do that you don't i don't need to be informed yes and you don't you don't like niggas good fine yeah go somewhere else nobody wants someone that don't like them that's the truth and everybody's taste is differently and it's like why are you insulting another race 
no it's the same race she was a black lady i mean why you why are you insulting your own race to to justify you dating another race just date another race right that's all i'm saying don't don't leave us out of it yeah you know because i hate and the thing is i'm not gonna be a hypocrite because i hate when brothers do that shit and i hate when sisters do that shit me too and i don't care about gender power dynamics i hate i just hate that shit like why do you have i hate when people in general feel like let me diss everybody over here so i can go feel good about the choices i'm making that don't have nothing to do with me no just make the choices that you're making and be happy i don't got shit to do with 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 you dating other races yeah i don't like i don't when i see people dating other races and stuff out in public i smile because i'm like good the world all becoming one color and i like that shit me too in the bigger picture of shit that's the most hippiest shit that i feel as well i go cool everybody mixing together thank god because y'all niggas are killing each other and shit you know it's it's good that y'all are doing that and also the other thing i need to know is is rubox riot uh rj is she um biracial because we have an opening for an official biracial girl of the show we do and um you know we lost the last one and you kind of sound like her Mm -hmm. so but way more coherent and uh making a lot of sense uh so if you have like even i'll even take like one eighth indian um we'll (laughs) take uh if you have like uh just a one or two white slave masters a few generations back in your background we'll take that Yeah, we're accepting you know we're we're very open-minded uh about that so you just let us know and uh you know because uh, you got the job yeah i haven't talked to gabby in months now so um let's check out the uh the the actual emails for the show and we'll get out of here um and we can't take calls today because uh we got something to do well actually i got eat with my mom got it record another show then another show um but that's what we do y'all that is uh james writes in feedback you can just call me jcs from ottawa canada instead of my government was too late isn't it james it sure is maybe you should no just kidding all right jcs hey 20 star riding 10 star karen probably lost my probably lost my stars when i called him james my bad james jcs i mean uh, I wanted to comment on some of the premium shows I've gotten to listen to. All right. Balls Deep Sports is awesome. And Justin being on weekly is great since I've been listening since about episode 50. His strike and then infrequent co-hosting was <laughs> making me miss his crazy antics. Yeah. Yeah, this is part yeah, we, of the negotiations yeah, for his strike. Yeah, uh, that we that we increase him being on the show and yeah, you promise know, some spin off shows to him. Yeah, you so, know. We got our lawyers got together and you know, we, we let the lawyers, you know, hash it out amongst yeah. each other and this is the agreement that it took they came a while up to with. work out the you know, the yeah, kinks. We and, had to get a moder- a moderator. Yeah, some of the legal things, but uh you know, hey, we're just happy to be working with him again. And uh when the contract is up, we hope that it doesn't get ugly like this, like last time. We pretty much lost Will, so uh yeah, you know, yeah. Salary cap being what it was. Yeah, uh, we Will, Will was like, I'm, I'm taking my talents on the other side of town, yeah. and I don't think I'm coming back. Taking my talents to family, and I said, okay, if you want to go be a good black father, whatever that means, you know what I'm saying up top. I know, right? Uh, if you want to go be one of those mythical beings, then fine. On uh the nerd off number two. <laughs> I can definitely agree with you about the movie trailers while watching the playoffs. I had my remote in hand and the incident with the commercial ready to switch that shit when I saw Robert Downey Jr. on those red plants in the star or those red plants in the Star Trek trailer trailer. I saw the first teaser. I'm sold. Stop showing everything. Yes. They're doing it with Superman now. Oh. I, like I, I have to start changing it, man. Like uh, one time I was flipping back to the game 
and they were showing like some new footage of the trailer. I was like, I what the fuck are y'all doing? Okay, no. Everybody gonna go see this. It's Superman. Everybody always go see Please, Superman. Even if them shit suck. Then after, if it's good, people yeah. will keep going because they'll be like, oh, I saw Superman. It was good. And everybody's gonna be like, oh, it was good. I'm gonna go see that shit too. Okay, I'm glad you're telling me so I can turn my face now. Yeah, fuck them. God damn. Why do y'all want me to hate everything? Stop. I don't want to be like, uh, we nerd hard. I want to be nerd off. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, thanks for all the awesome content and hope you can keep pushing out those awesome shows, both the Blackout Tips and all the spinoffs. Really looking forward to Bad Advice hosted by Justin. Yeah, that's coming soon. Yes, that is. P.S. was wondering if y'all got to 100 memberships, uh, would you record the event? Uh, we do have plans to film in some way or form like me getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll figure out exactly the logistics of it. But uh, yeah, why not? You know, and we'll see if we can just give it to the people who put in on it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, high rider Karen from Shelly. She says, hello, my lovelies. This is Shelly writing to you from New York, New York, Harlem to be exact. Hey girl. One favor to ask when I'm going to, then I'm going to jump into my note. Last week I made a donation, but didn't get the credit. Oh snap. I used the wrong PayPal account. One is my fiance's name, Anthony B. Yes. <laughs> Anthony B. So he got the credit. Sad oh. face. That sucker doesn't even listen to the show. <laughs> and he never donates to anything because he's cheap. So he doesn't deserve the shout out. Rock, can you please give me a donation shout out? Of course we can. Uh oh, and then we got a donation this week from uh Shelly B. Um oh. Yes! Shelly B. B. So there you go. You got your shout out. And uh also tell that cheap ass nigga to start listening, man, because uh <laughs> you know, we can use the support. Um, but, uh, yeah, be careful though. If he cheap and he your fiance, you know what I'm saying? It's good for your future because you have money later on when you get old. But, uh, you know, you gonna have to start a piggyback fund or something if you wanna go on vacation because, you know, cheap niggas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank you. Since I brought him up, I know you two don't have this problem, but I'm sure you know a few couples that do. He don't like to talk to me, uh, talk about porn with me. I feel slighted by this, and I'm not sure why that is. I mean, it's just porn. We're grown. What's his fucking problem? I'm just hoping to get another point of view here. Hmm, that's a good point. Now, here's the thing. It's not like Karen and I sit around talking about porn in our off time. <laughs> for, the, for the record. It's not like we're just out at Sushi 101. It's like, you know what? Jada Fire's nipples are getting darker than ever. Am yeah, I right? You know what? I like Carmela's ass. Did you like the way it bounced off? Yeah, her it was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she's making, she's moving up the ranks. Like, now nah, it's not like that. <laughs> uh, we talk about it on the show because it comes up as a topic, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really sit around talking about it. It's kind of like some guys do with sports. Okay. This is the best explanation I can give you. And maybe you understand, maybe you don't. Matter of fact, I'll even try to do it from a woman's perspective. It's kind of like some women do with Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Right? You come home, you know your man don't want to watch no fucking dance with the stars. <laughs> he want to watch the game. Okay? That's what he's here for. So you come home and you watch some dancing with the stars and you like, this is my shit. It's mine. It's been mine forever. This, men don't like this shit. Um, I talked to my girls about it. I might live tweet it. I might, whatever. That's your world and your enjoyment. Yes. Curl up with some ice cream and watch this shit. I know it's so. Now, all of a sudden, the NBA season's over, but Dancing with the Stars not over. It sure ain't. So now this nigga's coming home, and instead of turning on LeBron in the other room, he's sitting in the living room with you, staring you all in the face, talking about who that? Because we all know Dancing with the Stars has no stars on it anymore. 
and so, I'll tell who it is. Right. So now it's like he has to tell me about the football sometimes. Right. So now it's a little bit annoying. And now it's kind of intruding into your time. You had just all allotted out your special private dancing with the stars, enjoying myself, eating my peanut butter ice cream <laughs> moment. And now it's, it become a shared moment. And sometimes a little bit of space and a little bit of distance as far as like, you know, having your own thing, your own ownership. It means something to you. Mm hmm. And I feel like for a lot of men, porn is that thing. It is their sports. It is their dancing with the stars. It's their thing that they don't talk to anyone else really about. Maybe their friends or whatever. And they don't want to share that experience necessarily. They definitely don't want to have an in-depth discussion about it. Um, not to mention, um, to go even further, a lot of people have hangups about porn and sexuality in general because yes, how we were raised. They do. So. Like, like that's a bigger issue than anything. You know, if we bring it up, we're going to talk about it. But like Roger says, one of the things that we talk about on that show because it pops up a lot. Right. And plus, who knows what kind of questions you're going to ask? Like, that's the other thing. You seem cool to us as a fan, but I don't know what kind of questions you be asking about porn. You might be like, why you like that? And that's not a right question to ask. That's you know? not <laughs> like, because. Oh, you enter this and it's like, oh. Yeah. Now you be in, in their mind, you're being judged. Right. Is that what you want? A lot of women start off with that. that yes, they, they do. make this assumption that because like you watch, um, I don't know, uh, porn with like barely 18 or something that that's what you want in real life. You don't want her anymore. Or because a porn star has big fake titties, you want your wife to have big fake titties. And that's mm-hmm. not, that could not be further from, from the, the truth, truth in a lot of cases. That's but, right. you know, I think that's, that's why people want to avoid those conversations. So it would depend, you know, I say you just put on some porn, uh, break out a vibrator, turn it up too loud and wait for him to come home from work one day and act like you got caught. That's what I say. <laughs> Because then I I would just be like, oh, finally, we can share everything. Yes, we can talk now. Mm-hmm. One more thing, Rod. I hit you up on Facebook about the IGN link with the Batman or- Arkham Origins Deathstroke trailer. Not sure how the storyline is going to play out, but that shit looked dope. It did look dope. I'm super uh, super uh, sensed. Synced black mask okay making it oh i'm super psyched that black mask autocorrect i know what you did i'm super psyched that black mask is making an appearance in this too i have to be honest i'm getting a little tired of batman's everyday running the mill villains i.e the riddler hugo strange and so forth your thoughts oh i'm big into it love me some black mask uh if you've seen the red hood batman the red hood which on, is um, great on uh, netflix, netflix is streaming uh so if you got netflix i check it out that's greatness um but Black Mask is in that. Love that guy. Such an asshole. Such a good, good boss. Yeah, cause we seen that one, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I watched it again last night or two nights ago. Also, will you be picking up The Last of Us? Mm, yeah, definitely be picking that up. Um, little girl, zombie, killing people. I mean, apocalyptic world, killing people. I'm, I'm in. Okay, I'm done. Sorry for the scattered random and long-winded email, but my thought process is just this. It's scattered random, long-winded mess, but you two keep me sane. I can't wait to tune into your show daily. I even skip even days, so I'll have something to listen to Friday, Thursday and Friday. Smiley face. It brings me so much joy. Rod, I have a tattoo, and trust me, it's not that bad. Man up. Thank you for being you. Much love, Shelly. Thank you. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate you. Muslinger writes in, oh nigga, it's real. Ha! <laughs> um, now, some of this I can't even read, because I remember reading this earlier and being like, nigga, no, stop. Um, just like, hey man, did you do this thing? It's like, well, we fucking want to talk about that on the air. That didn't even make sense, does it? 
Ah. Anyway, the longer thing that the real thing they said was, Karen, I don't know if you're already aware that it may be more beneficial for you to consider incorporation to avoid personal liability in terms of content usage, tax liability and the like. But you need to bring Rod up to speed because I'm pretty sure that he's just laid up on the couch watching BET and Golden Girls reruns all day <laughs> while you prepare everything for the podcast. But anyway, can't wait to hear you, the premium content you all have lined up. I know my wife is going to hit me upside the head when she hears this, but that snippet with Karen and that chick that was sexy as fuck. I forgot that they what they were even talking about food. Rod, did you tell Karen to sound like that, or is this how it is when you are suppressing her womanhood? <laughs> Anyways, I'm happy for you both for the additional content. Aha, nigga, it's real. They sent us some links for business shit. Thanks, man. Thank you, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> uh, business advice from Mudslinger. That's hilarious. Yes, it is. Uh, J J Four writes in Karen the Khaleesi. Oh, Lord. So I'm listening to Archive Podcast, and Karen's Tank Game went from being Sansa to Daenerys of Valeria, Mother of Dragons from House of Targaryen. She gonna bring them tanks, dragons out, and torch you, Rod. <laughs> okay, that was quick. Uh, Conrad says, episode 472, hi, Rod and Karen. I was listening to last week's episode, uh, feedback show, when you guys got to my name, my name is Conrad, and you said something like, I think this is the first time someone named Conrad is given to the show. But it's actually the second time because I started my recurring donation two months ago. And it's especially funny because when you read my name the first, when you read my name the first time, you said the same thing. <laughs> but that's how you know we're not making this shit up, sir. No. Does, yeah. Does that make me the official first time donator of the black guy who tips? LOL. Anywho, uh, thanks for the great show. P.S. I'm also a premium subscriber and I'm loving it. Thank you, Thank you sweetie. Thanks, Yeah, because we get so many emails to, for us, it, it's like the first time all over again. So it's like, I don't, you remember? No, mm-mm, mm-mm. I think that's the first time a Conrad has emailed us. Yes. Greatness. That, that's, that's definitely a first, sweetie. <laughs> Greatness from Damien Jackson. Ooh. Man, love the new premium shows, but it's a bit of a dilemma. I will be training a young, impressionable white dude who seems cool enough, and I was showing him the territory, of, and my car has Bluetooth. So it automatically picked up on the Rest in Peace Dick Trickle episode. Oh, Lord. And I saw fear in that, boy. LOL. Nah, fuck that white nigga. Great job on the new shows. And the PSO chick, um, Afrocentric, uh, yeah, she would hate me because I would be one of those two-second dirtbags. But her voice is hella sexy. Peace Rod and the Nap Queen Karen, I, Damian Jackson. Yeah, and the two-second dirt uh, dirtbags talking about, she said she hated when people star jacking off call her to finish so it's like they they start they get started and then like they call us like hey can i speak to suzanne or some shit it's like yeah uh this is her oh okay goodbye <sighs> hang up oh versus she's going through the whole process right them. so yeah. it's how they can save money but be a do still layaway community service hey rod and karen i had a random thought that i felt needed to be shared with the nation I was listening to the past episode where you guys are talking about someone getting community service for some act of ratchetness, and it made me wonder, what would it be like if you could do community service in advance of some crime that you are to be charged with? <laughs> you can stand in front of the judge and say, Your Honor, please take these 100 hours off of my account. Can I use this Groupon? Love the show. <laughs> though I'm really behind. Peace. Uh, well, Doom Dragon, that is interesting. Um and uh, I don't want to encourage that because I feel like that shit would turn into the 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 purge, the trailer I've been I've been seeing on uh, T and all the time. Yes. And I don't want anybody feeling like, oh yeah, I'll just get away with this crime because I've already done the community service in advance. 
474 tyler perry is just naive dear rod and karen oh this is from awkward black nerd so everybody get strap on your communication hats We're going in deep <laughs> dear rod and karen sorry if i don't have much to talk about this week don't you ever apologize for that howard we don't care i was behind somewhat on the show but managed to catch up still dying from the rapper's cover art you guys discussed on where's my 40 acres anyway i'll just say this about the briefly discussed topic of tyler perry in episode 474 i don't think tyler perry is truly an exploitative evil genius i really think it's his fans that have ruined him proof of this being that his film daddy's little girls a film about a single black father trying to win sole custody of his three daughters is his lowest grossing film of all time of all his films while temptation a film about a woman who cheats on her husband and gets hiv is the highest grossing film to date for him well not sure this is the first time i've written about this to you guys about this issue before uh about this issue before busy working on my own podcast right now wish me luck your favorite awkward black nerd uh hey good luck yeah uh with the um show that sounds like it's gonna be very interesting it is um and uh yeah i don't think he's a evil genius either i think he's just doing what he's doing and people like it yep so they paying you know um band from our man chris he says my black my the black guy who tips logo t-shirt was banned so i'm gonna have to stealth and scoop me up a safe shirt and a and a tbgwt hat to compensate oh snap i was a band they trying to shut me down but i won't be silenced the blackout tapes nation one love peace out remember he sent us a picture of him wearing it at work in his cubicle oh and i was like oh that's so cool well i guess it got banned so oh that's like you can't be walking here some niggas on your shirt we got niggas on your shirt on on, on nhr no okay put it on this niggas on shirts no <laughs> that shit's banned you they got an email out no niggas on shirts he was like fuck Jay Full writes in, uh, BDS feedback. That's Ball Deep Sports. He says two quick things. On Braun, he shoots a higher field goal percentage and going to the left in ISO situations than when going to the right. So fuck Michael John Jordan. On El Tigre and the Serge, the whole G- G- Garcia, the European tour commissioner tried to say Sergio wasn't racist because he has a lot of colored friends in the States. What? Wow. Nigga. Shaking my head, Tiger needs to have Popeyes for the whole gallery if he wins the U.S. Open and then walk off to Lindsey Vaughn holding a magnum-sized bottle of Hennessy. Also, Lindsey Vaughn isn't just another blonde bird. She's a world-class professional skier. So I'm sure Tiger at least says good morning and lets her refill his orange juice at IHOP. That's all, folks. I'm a broke-ass student, but I canceled my Spotify to get on this premium life. These archive episodes are great, B. One last thing, Brent voice. In a super old episode, Rob mentioned not like a Black Hawk Down because it seemed like a documentary with good special effects. I'm sure you probably know this by now, but Black Hawk Down is the true story about the U.S. Special Forces getting their asses kicked in Mogadishu, Somalia by some local niggas and some warlords, milit- warlords militia. They could have left Josh Harnett's terrible acting out of it though. Let that white nigga stick to teen movies about bullshit. J4. Thanks, Jay Fool. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Um, and, uh, yeah, I agree, man. I, I, I didn't, you know, I, it, but, uh, yeah, I did find out that it's basically a true report that just got turned into an actual, um, movie. One more thing again from Jay Fool. What up, 17 star Rod and 39 star Karen? I just wa- wanted to reach out and say, I'm really, uh, I'm really of you, Rod, for trying to, oh, I'm really proud of you, Rod, for trying to podcast full time. I know your hand might might have been forced with a cop you on camera stealing those boxes, 
but it still <laughs> takes tremendous courage to pursue what you enjoy slash love as someone entering the second year of business school after eight years and two degrees at other colleges i'm finally pursuing something that i love and to see rod take such a risk certain certainly gives me the courage to jump out there and pursue something i love my whole adult life has been focused on survival i was just trying not to be homeless or jobless which is why i wasted so many years at school mm-hmm. and lastly karen you are an amazing wife i'm sure how you gonna how are we gonna pay these bills has crossed your mind at least or at least your subconscious but it appears you're supportive of rod and that's huge a lot of women would have been signing the papers uh if their husbands <laughs> took such a risk <laughs> <laughs> and and and, and truthfully and truthfully for me that's something that i'm not gonna say i'm not worried about but it's it's one of those things where i have enough trust and i believe in Roderick enough that i know that uh he won't fail me it's one of those things where i know that with you guys support i've always thought it could be successful like literally from the beginning i'm like when when like, I, literally y'all when he called me i wanted to get up and dug it at my job i was like yes <laughs> he can do this full time and we can make money doing what we love like literally and it's one of those things where if you don't step out on faith to do what you love, when are you ever going to step out? And like you said, you, you spent all these years and all this time with all these degrees. And at the end of the day, it still wasn't what you wanted to do. So, you know, very, very few people get to do what they want to do in their life. And I'm a part of this. So it's not like it's not like it's his dream alone. This is our dream. Right. So I'm just as, as invested as he is. And I'm and I'm like, you know what? I'm at work. And I'm like, good, he's working on the podcast. He's doing things for the podcast, you know. And it's one of those things where a lot of people have the assumption that because you don't actually go out and punch a clock that you're not doing anything. I wish you guys could see the the up at when I'll get up to go to work at seven, he's up and he normally does not go back to sleep. I, I I'm going to sleep and you know, going to bed and he's up, you know, taking care of shit. So it's like twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. He really, really works hard for you guys it guess what he it server go down guess what he the man you know prep for the podcast he the dude you know so it's like your money is literally not going to waste and i not you know, and i know i'm going on a tangent here but that's something that i really want people to know this is ours not just yours yeah and it's not really just uh a faith alone thing because she live here and see what i do so mm-hmm. it's not like a matter of i don't understand anything about this what do you do like Mm-mm. It's really like, oh, well, this is the PayPal balance. Look at that. Like, yeah. this is the, um, how many subscriptions we have. This is, uh, the episodes I put up today. Here's how I'm changing the archive. Here's how I'm uploading things to our server. Here's, you know, like just different shit that, so it's not like she's, I think a lot of times when people hear stuff like that, the other person might be out of the loop because it's like not yeah. the thing for them. So it's like, oh, my husband says he's going to sell shoes out of the back of his trunk. And it's like, well, I don't know shit about shoes. I don't know shit about selling that at the back of a trunk, but I'm just going on faith. And then a week later, he's like, oh, yeah, we're we got to move out the house, you know? Yeah. So it's not that, you know, it's not crazy. Yeah, it's, it's not nothing like that. And yeah. also it's, it's one of those uh, things, too, where sometimes I'm even jealous because I'm like, well, I would love to learn how to do some of the things that you're doing, but I just don't have the time. Right. Right. It, it takes a lot of time. Um, so Rod, no matter how the full-time casting turns out, I know the TBGWT nation will always, will be proud of you. That being said, are you hedging your bets and looking for jobs just in case? Uh, J4, aka Sally Mae gonna own me like it's 1765. Uh, no man, I'm not man. I'm, I'm really just doing it. Like, 
uh i honestly haven't had the fucking time like no because it's literally a a, a full-time job y'all like i gotta pretty much like update my resume this weekend and start um sending it out two times a week so i can qualify for unemployment um but no i haven't had time like really i i work (laughs) that's it like honestly there's not enough hours in a day sometimes like i really feel like it's still a two-person job but but i'm doing it for now as best as i can so that one day hopefully it'll be two people doing this job yeah you know? because i'm I, i've said this before but man we both get on it man y'all ain't seen nothing yet yeah um and the last one is rod stug life tattoo from jay foley says i think oh, you Lord. should get the tattoo on your neck that's for real niggas but the tattoo won't hurt just imagine if edward scissorhead had an annoying little tyler poking you saying rod 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 um oh it was an annoying little tyler um well, we'll see man we'll see I, I think it'll be okay um so uh anyway that's it for today's show we actually got to do another show in 25 minutes so uh see if i can get this edited and put up by then thank you everybody for your feedback we got a lot of feedback this week yes. um so that's why the show's this long uh tomorrow's guest will be amber p from uh, of course uh black sexy geeky and mental podcast you, amber and uh we'll be we'll be talking a bunch of black sexy and geeky and mental shit so uh we'll t- see you guys uh tomorrow at 10 a.m peace peace until then i love you i love you too babe Mwah. Mwah.